All right, folks, I'm going to keep this introduction very short because as you can hear, I'm in a crowded cafe. My internet has um, stopped working in my home and ironically, it's the longest holiday here in Korea. So I've got four days until I can have internet back. So I'm sitting in a cafe doing this introduction because the show must go on. And today's show is all about finding your life's purpose. I sat down when I was back in Canada with my good friend, uh, Mick Lodekana, and he has a book called The Purpose Roadmap. And he sent this book to me when he, before it was published, which is an awesome perk of having a podcast. You get access to uh, stuff before it's released to everyone else. And I almost read it in one sitting. It was so good. And I think it's something that everyone should read, especially at a young age, when people are trying to figure out what they really want to do with their lives. And even if you're in a transition that you're kind of reassessing your next step, kind of like where I'm at right now, that's probably why it was so, such a profound impact on me. Um, yeah, it's it, it's a really good book, and it's available on Amazon. I've got the links in the show notes here. And Mick, he's uh, a great guy. He is uh, a tall guy. We both played uh, college basketball, and you'll hear about his story here. So apologies about the background noise. Hopefully we'll be back on track next week when I get my internet at my house back working. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode. My name is Quentin Carlin. This is Self-Developed Life. And today's guest is my man, Mick Lodikonda, the author of The Purpose Roadmap. And today we're talking about how to find your life's purpose. And I think it's a, a topic that everyone kind of is debating at some point in their life, like what do they really want to do? What do they want to achieve or accomplish? And what kind of industries or career they want? Um, so Mick, man, good to see you again. Good to see you. This guy's bigger than me, if you can believe that. <laughs> we were both basketball players back in university, and uh, it's been awesome that we've kind of had a similar trajectory through life of personal development and growth, and even working as a life and business coach for a while. And this book, you, you sent me the PDF before, I think maybe you were in the publishing stage, and I can remember a few months back and it was so good. And I was like, man, when I come back to Canada, uh, I want to get you on the podcast because this is just something that could really help a lot of people get clarity and clear on really what they want to achieve and the purpose they want to have in their life. So, that's right. so what's your journey been like for creating this book and the work that you've been doing? Well, the, the, the book in itself is a reflection of, of my own journey that started back in, in university. And yeah, just like most people, uh, you're hit with a big question, what is my purpose? And you want to figure it out. Uh, I think for me, it was a combination of a few things. At the time, I had moved from Morocco to the States mm -hmm. uh, for university. So uh, to be hit, to go through that culture shock, yeah. seeing you know what was the American dream about, to see some of those public figures that were really making a difference because, well, they knew what they were meant to do on this earth. And mm -hmm. so people like the Bill Gates of the, of the world, the Oprah's, uh, the Warren Buffett's. And I thought it would be pretty cool to, um, yeah, to be able to find that one thing that is you. Yeah. Uh, and that you could also be even focused on for the long term. So uh, this is when I really thought to myself, what would be pretty cool, especially after uh, having a bit of that soul searching that I realized I wanted to work with people. Mm -hmm. I wanted to help them reach their goals in a way that it would align with their purpose. 
And I was then it was just a matter of, okay, well, how do I do that? Yeah, and I think that coming from diverse backgrounds and you had the contrast of seeing life in Morocco and I, I actually spent some time in Morocco. Oh, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was actually a very interesting trip. I ended up in a Moroccan prison actually. <laughs> <laughs> true story, man. I should be interviewing you now for the podcast. Yeah. True story. It was a wild, I, I crossed the border from Tangier or from Tarifa into Tangier okay. to Northern Africa there. And then just got, basically scammed by these guys that were running a, a guest house and um, ended up, they took me to jail saying that I was there selling hash and stuff that oh. they had, they planted a lot on me. And basically the cops were there um, working with these guys. So it's like kind of like, kind of like a scheme that they do. Okay. And then the cops were like, well, you can either stay in here or there's an ATM in the jail cell that you could just, you know, wow. empty out your account and you'll get out right now. Wow. Yeah. It was crazy. So I remember that I had like a limit on my account that was only like a thousand, like a thousand dollars. And so I had to take that out and get out. So, and then after that, I went back to Spain. I'm like, I'm getting out of Morocco. I'm like, it's too bad because I heard such great things about it. And uh, there's a, there's a surf place I want to go down there on, on the coast. Mm-hmm. But um, I, ha- I met a lot of friends that had great experiences there, but I just, uh, was in the wrong place with the wrong people, I guess. Yeah, wrong yeah. time. That's for <laughs> yeah. sure. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so I was just in there for an afternoon, but it felt like forever. Yeah, that's um, I was there for a good ten years. Yeah, yeah. Stay out of jail. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Especially as a kid, right? You're in high school, I'm joking. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. All, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's definitely on my bucket list to go back and just be a little more careful this time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so coming from Morocco, going to America, playing basketball there too. Mm-hmm. I think that that's probably like living the dream coming from you know i don't know what the like when people think about morocco or africa what was the living conditions like there as a kid was it kind of like the strive to kind of get to north america or or canada and the states to kind of improve the the quality of life or was it a pretty good quality there that you grew up with i say for myself i feel that i was very privileged Mm -hmm. um because so for, for one, if we cover the range in high, in high well, I finished, when, I, when my parents moved to Morocco, I finished elementary school there and then did my whole high school there. Got it. Everything was in private uh, French schools. Yeah. So we had that. Uh, my, my, my father at the time, well, worked for, uh, for the government. Mm-hmm. So he, he was a diplomat. So our life was comfortable. Right. My the reason why myself I wanted to go to the states was you mentioned it the dream yeah when we're there the only thing that we see through satellite is you know uh, well for me I was very much into sports you get to see the NBA yeah you get to see uh, the NCAA basketball and for me I thought wow the NCAA that would be pretty cool mm-hmm. not that I, I played in the NCAA but I thought to myself to play basketball in in the states that would be pretty much wicked yeah so that was my drive to go there in the first place yeah cool likewise you know like for me my goal coming out of high school it's actually cool i'm going to be interviewing my high school basketball coach awesome. um before i leave here yeah he's the most winning coach in alberta and maybe even western canadian history for high school oh. he's just crushed it year after year and he was a big influence in my life and i said you know my goal is to after high school to play university and get a scholarship mm-hmm. and i found when that happened I kind of had this like peak and then I was like, well, now what, you know? And I think with purpose, a lot of people, when they do hit their goals, they kind of hit this peak and then plateau and be like, well, what's next? Very true. You know? And I think that that's something that a lot of professionals struggle with when they get that dream job, 
and then they say, okay, well, what's my purpose now? Mm-hmm. Especially for someone that's motivated and sets goals, you know, you can always be setting more and more goals, but you're just getting the same plateau after you hit all of them. So the thing that I like in your book is really finding out why, you know, like not just what you want, but why you want it. And that seems to be why purpose is such a big part of the puzzle of having a complete, full and happy, healthy life, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because if you have everything in the world, but you don't have the passion or the purpose or the, the why um, behind it, that's when you, you kind of find yourself floating. And, that's, and you bring up a very good point because when there isn't that, you know, and we'll, uh, we'll equate, you know, knowing your purpose to having your North Star. Yeah. So if we, even if we take a look at, we, may, we have the analogy with the sky, mm-hmm. there is a North Star. That mm-hmm. thing isn't moving. Yeah. It's there. So right. if we manage to find that thing for us, it really makes it easier, as you say, to navigate and not be floating. Mm-hmm. Yes, as we get older, there may be transitions mm-hmm. where we, we move to one stage or one career to the other, but things are made much easier when, yeah. let's say, we know what our North Star is, and then because of that, it makes making decisions so much easier. Yeah. This was the one thing that people get into trouble is that they can't, which I did in the past, we can make decisions sometimes without knowing mm-hmm. our, 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 our North Star, our purpose. Yeah. And then once we may realize what it is, actually we realized, oh, maybe I took a wrong turn there. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like, I think the thing is, too, is that for my parents' generation, they might have only had one North Star. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people back then had, like, one career or one job for, like, their entire 40 years. Mm-hmm. But now it seems like the ability to be a lot more fluid and um, like a chameleon, you know, like adaptable to different circumstances and situations. Uh, at least like myself, you know, like I've gone through a number of different stages of my, um, my life and my career and living situation and everything. And even now, like, you know, like I'm still not really sure what I, you know, before we talk, I'm kind of exploring different, uh, avenues right now. And it just seems like for someone like myself that, is always trying to do everything and wanting to kind of have my um, as much experience as possible. I find my star is constantly turning into galaxies, <laughs> um, which is probably my ADD as well. But uh, but just my my curiosity for experience is what's really kind of. But it's also been the catalyst to have me do all these different things and um, experiment and things like that. So. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just something that is, um, yeah, it's, it's been a different process. Mm. And it, it, absolutely. And it, it's a matter for each, each situation, each, each person has a unique case. Right. So there is no right or wrong way to go about it. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of equip, being equipped with what can make uh, decisions easier yeah. and transition easier. Yeah. So those are the things to think about because you're right. I mean, I, as we move through life, we'll use the analogy of the vehicles, mm-hmm. the vehicles that we may utilize to feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Those can definitely evolve. Yeah, true. Those can definitely evolve. Yeah. So the, I guess the, the case that I'm making is that there is that ultimate purpose that we do have, mm-hmm. but below that the vehicle, yeah. right? So there's the purpose and then the vehicle, 
the vehicle in itself can change. Right. But as long as we stay connected to what we feel is our true purpose. purpose yeah, yeah. They, because there might be that common denominator that we may notice in the different careers that we take. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, like you mentioned before, you, want, you need to be doing something that helps people, working with people. Yeah. So you can do that in a variety of fields, but that's the common purpose. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Um, so, so with the book, man, yes. um, how did this come about and how was this process to put this incredible masterpiece together? <laughs> Thanks for the compliment. No, it was really good, man. Like really, like I get sent a lot of stuff a lot uh -huh. from people and like, as soon as I got yours, like I was just glued to it. And that's why we got on that call right after. I'm like, man, this is really, really good. So I want to commend you and encourage people. Literally, this is a great gift for your children, your partners, whoever, like it, it it's a very, very practical, and it's not very long, so you can go through it if you're um, intimidated by, by big books, but it just gets right to the point. And if you want to share with people, what are some of the, the ways people can find their purpose and navigate the roadmap? Yes, so, um, so the, the multi-layer answer, so you mentioned how the book came about and how can mm -hmm. people find their, 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 their purpose. So... The way that book came about, so back to university, I realized that one of the things I really wanted to do and identify myself with was being an author. Yeah. Um, however, it's only, let's see, only 12 years after uh, I had that epiphany that I decided that the book came, that I started the process of writing the book. Mm, okay. And it was a four to five year process. Uh, so we, we're talking around, we, we're talking in terms of years, uh, around the year 2012 when I sat down for the last time mm. to write the last version. Wow. But if we take everything into consideration, it was a four to five year process. Sure. And, and then, yeah. And the reason why it came about was because at the time I was engaged to be married. Right. Things didn't work out and literally lost everything. So I came back. So I was living in Vancouver at the time. Yeah. Came back to Edmonton. And when, when things like that happen, you're really looking at your life and going, what's going on here? Where's my purpose now? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, you know, I, I did a self-assessment. I took a look at the last 10 years of my life and yeah. what I had done, what I felt wasn't, hadn't worked out. Mm -hmm. And I realized that there were some patterns mm -hmm. that all along the journey that I had was what I'm referring to as the purpose journey. Yeah. And because there were some, some patterns, I thought to myself, well, if I went through it, most likely other people will go through it as well. Mm -hmm. And I said to myself, okay, well, let's, let's write a book about it and try to put everything in, in, into perspective. Yeah. And yeah, so it, it took me, the, the last attempt that I had, it literally took me about 15 days to write everything out. Okay. Uh, but again, that's because of the combination of the previous mm -hmm. times that I tried to do it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I had finished it uh, in 20, 2013 before sending it to the publisher. Yeah. And yeah, so that's how that came about. And in terms of how people can find their, their purpose, yeah. uh, I put a lot of emphasis on really being connected, um, be, being able to have a spiritual practice of, of sorts. Yeah. Uh, why? Because to have a, a consistent spiritual practice can really help you stay connected to yourself. Right, yeah. And it really helps uh, uh, have that inner peace. Yeah. Uh, because one of the things that I, I do believe in is that without inner peace, it's very tough to have that clarity. Mm -hmm. And that's, so that's the prerequisite. So how 
do we calm ourselves? How do we make that sound for ourselves? Yeah. To be able to hear that voice or intuition. You can use different labels for mm -hmm. that. So that is one big piece. And I think that's a really big piece because if you are of the belief that you have a creator that created you for a specific purpose, the only way to find that purpose is to connect with that creator through meditation, prayer, quiet time, mm -hmm. what have you, um, being part of a religious service. And I think that's very true because whenever I have a question about what I should or shouldn't do in a life decision, the thing that I do the most is just trying to have some quiet time to really just either journal, mm -hmm. pro-con list, meditate, pray about it, ask other people, so getting counsel from others. Yeah, um, yeah so that's, 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 a good, that's a good tip. Mm -hmm. And um, probably a lot of people, I think, from studies show that they really feel that they lack purpose in their jobs and careers. Yes. So I know that you work and coach a lot of um, professionals and, and companies. Um, what are some ways to try and ignite that purpose or maybe not ignite it if it was never there in the first place, but maybe create it? Mm. Yes. Um, so I'll start with the challenges that I find mm -hmm. that people have usually. Yeah. Uh, usually when, when, when they come to me, it's because they are having, they're having issues with clarity mm. in terms of knowing what the next steps are. Mm -hmm. And usually when we do a, a bit of digging, one of the desires that, that they have is desire for growth. Yeah. And this is what I find is the common denominator, you know, whether it's, you know, you and I going through transitions and wondering, well, what's the next step? Right. I feel that it's a strong reflection of a desire for growth. We, yeah. We've hit a plateau, right? And we're looking for the thing that can get us over that hump. Yeah. Or, and, and sometimes I hear people feel that they're not challenged enough. Yeah. That's a the, big one. In the positions. Again, it goes back to growth. Mm -hmm. So how can people find that or rec either rekindle that, that purpose within their job or find it? Number one is it always starts with you. Right? Yeah. So you yourself doing the work that you need to do to have either a clear idea as to what your purpose is and your direction is. Yeah. Or at least take the steps that can help you get a bit more clarity. Yeah. Yeah, that's big. And even people like, for example, I had multiple dream jobs. Like the one that stands out in my mind is a couple. But um, I was a, like I was teaching surfing in Tofino. So I ran a wow. surf camp for like two summers in Tofino. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning, it was amazing. It was like I'm getting paid to go surfing and be on the beach like every day. But by the end of the summer, I'm like, man, I got to go surfing again. Uh -huh. I got to go to the beach again. Yeah. You know, like I just, you know, like the thing that I'm more passionate about than anything in the world and have more like just love for surfing, it became like a chore. And so that was one awesome job that I had that slowly kind of diminished because it was just doing the same thing every day. And mm -hmm. when you have to do something instead of what you actually want to do it, that, that changed. And the second job that I had that like most guys would like love was, uh, as a talent agent in Vancouver. So like we're booking map, like models and actors and actresses and stuff. Okay. And then I got this one uh, uh, contract with a uh, company that took all the promotional models that we had to go to all the clubs and bars around Vancouver. Yeah. And I was making about like 250 bucks a night to bring out a team of like 10 promotional model girls mm -hmm. to go around to all these bars and stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, just like, awesome uh -huh. but by the end of this 
contract. I was like, man, I got to go out again on this weekend. And, you're, and my friends are like, what are you complaining about, man? Like you're, you're literally going around the whole city at the best places, nightlife spots with this like entourage of just like hot right. girls like how, and getting paid for it. Like most guys pay hundreds of dollars a night to just try and meet girls like that. And it was just like this thing that I realized I'm like, there's really no perfect job or opportunity, but something that you really have purpose and passion around. I just wasn't really, I don't know. I don't know. Like it, it's, it's even interesting. Even now at the university that I'm at my contract, it's like 15 hours a week, four mm -hmm. months paid vacation. Yeah. And I'm like out in Canada, like looking for something else to do here and leave that. Like, mm -hmm. not that I'm just exploring opportunities, but it's just kind of like, even if you had, like, like I said in the beginning, if you hit that dream opportunity, you eventually plateau. And just my character, I always want to be leveling up. Mm -hmm. But I guess I got to find something that I have more purpose and passion around, because then you wouldn't really feel that need. So um, yeah, that's just my own experience on the, uh, the subject. Yeah, but you know, you bring some very interesting points. And I think that's even something that I would, I would, I would go deeper, you know, uh, let's say if I were to write a second book, mm -hmm. because that the idea of growth is huge. Yeah. And then when you factor in uh, different personality types, yeah, like you and I, what what are you? You're Myers Briggs. Have you done your four? Like I'm ENFP. Oh, you know, I don't, I don't even know. Oh, really? Oh, it's really yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but the the, the point about uh, personality types is if you and I, we very much love variety. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one. Yeah, that's one sure. trait that we have. Yeah. So the first thing is for each individual to understand what kind of people they are. Because mm -hmm. some people like people like us love variety. So we need to either have multiple things going on at the same time. Yeah. Or have the one thing that provides that Everything. level of that level of variety. Mm -hmm. Or if you're someone who is more, okay, I have my one thing and I can just be focused on one thing because this is me, mm -hmm. then you find that. So it really depends it's on a case by case basis. And that's why the work that I do is very customized. Like I don't do group coaching. Right. I only work with people one-on-one -on -one yeah. because then we can really map things out, customize their own, customize their own purpose roadmap. Right. Because then they're able to determine, okay, now I see that vehicle will work best for me. Mm -hmm. Or now I need to go through that transition because I need X, Y, Z. Yeah. So yeah, what you brought up was a very interesting point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, people that you do work with and people that are interested in working with you, um, what's the kind of common factors that they have in their life that they are wanting to reach out? Is it mostly career or relationship based or what's kind of the, the DMO of people that are kind of feeling a need to burst out of their maybe comfort zone or mm -hmm. funk that there might be in? Uh, I would say it's, it's all career driven. Yeah. Uh, and then they fall into different categories. Some people, just want to figure out what the purpose is. Mm -hmm. Other people know what the purpose is, but they don't know what the vehicle is. Right. Uh, others are simply uh, at a job or career where they're unfulfilled. Mm -hmm. And they're wondering what is the next thing? They need something that's more challenging. Um, yeah, something that, that will help them just not to go to that same routine. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You know, routine is just, well, it is just a routine. And it doesn't really matter if you're a movie star or a rock star or an athlete or just working at a desk job. Everyone has that routine. And I think it's really important to find the purpose behind the routine of why it's important and why you want to do it. Mm -hmm. And then that's the motivating factor. Um, 
but yeah i mean there's there's obviously a big need for it because the whole life coaching industry is a massive industry it's mm -hmm. getting bigger and bigger and people working with people for accountability and structure and uh clarity so so yeah how can people reach out uh to yourself and get a copy of the book or perhaps uh, schedule a call with you well uh i'm very easy to find on social media so mm -hmm. you can find me on on linkedin you can find me uh, on instagram um otherwise yeah if you uh, want to find a book on on amazon you can do that as well mm -hmm. um and or simply contact me um so that's very easy um you know the one thing that i think is, is worth mentioning also is when we talk about the idea of purpose mm. it doesn't have to be something grandiose yeah because sometimes when people think about oh our purpose has to be this grandiose thing that you know is earth shattering but yeah. it doesn't have to be the case uh, it can be as as simple as if let's say you are in a career and you're working for a company realizing that whatever the company is looking to achieve, mm -hmm. you really identify with what they're looking to achieve. And that's why you want to make your contribution. Because mm -hmm. the, the central idea of purpose is the ability to make a contribution for something that's other than yourself. Wow, that's actually a really good um, point. Mm -hmm. Definition there, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just gonna say that again. So the, the, the idea of purpose is to make a contribution to something greater than yourself with the same goal is that what you said so so for instance yes yeah. if uh, you're working for a company and that company is looking to achieve something whether it's a mission statement or something yeah exactly yeah if you identify with that mm -hmm. you know and you can you can see yourself making a contribution to that goal that in itself is you doing something for something that's other than yourself right mm -hmm. um the Facebook feed just turned off here. I'm going to just open this up again. I'm not sure what sure. happened there. I hope we didn't lose that. Oh, I think we did. Mm. Damn it. Well, that's why I always do two, just in case. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah. Well, that makes me think, too, because imagine how many people out there are just working these jobs with random companies that they have no interest or passion about. No wonder they have no purpose, because they're just doing it for a paycheck instead exactly. of an actual impact, mm -hmm. right? So that's a big deal because that is probably a large part of the population are probably just doing something they don't really want to do. That's true. I mean, even yeah. if we take a look at some of the stats, I know in North America, in terms of people being unfulfilled with their job, yeah. the percentage is around, well, let's say the, six, the 60 to 75%. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that says a lot. That can take us into other topics, right? But just to give you an idea, and and to transition into the fact that you know purpose doesn't have to be grandiose it can be what i mentioned mm -hmm. all the way to someone making a contribution within their community you know they're volunteering because yeah. they feel that the cause that whatever organization they are volunteering for is worthwhile to them right all the way down to let's say someone who feels that they're responsible for a kid whether it's a parent yeah. or a guardian or so again, someone volunteering, again, they're doing something that is outside of themselves for someone else. Yeah. So there's a range, right? But it's a matter of finding that one thing that can really add onto someone's life. Yeah, exactly. So what is your purpose roadmap? <laughs> my purpose roadmap? You know, I'm not immune. Just like everyone else, I go through my transitions. Yeah. Actually, through life, there are five, five main transitions that we go through. Um, but for me, it's easier because I know that 
my my purpose and my focus is very much working with professionals, mm-hmm. uh, people who are unfulfilled with their careers, mm-hmm. and they, they 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 want to find something that is fulfilling mm-hmm. in a way that it is meaningful to them and and adds purpose into their life. So mm-hmm. that's what I know for myself. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so we were talking about it earlier. Even right now, as I'm going through my own transition, for me, it's a matter of seeing, okay, well, how else can I do what I know I'm meant to do? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's just that process of figuring that out. And usually the step that I I go through and and helping people figuring this out is, again, starting at the top. Mm -hmm. If you have have that clear idea where your purpose is, just check. Second is the, the vehicle. Yeah. Then you have the split. You know, do you go into you know the uh, nine to five, or you yeah. go into business for yourself? Right. Yeah. And then you kind of drill down, drill down from from there, and then mm-hmm. you see all. Then you get to think of all those interests that you have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That can really help narrow things down. Yeah. And no, obviously, with that, you also know what it is that you don't like or don't want to do. Yeah. Right. Because it's all a process of elimination. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's really good. Um, yeah, cool, man. I think that this is something that people should visit because it's not just something that you read once. It's something that's, like you said, it's an ongoing process through life that you're constantly evaluating and reevaluating. Maybe you have the great situation here and then you grow out of it. And on my basketball team room in university, actually, yeah. uh, our, our team had on the wall in our locker room, it said the spirit of Kaizen. And it's a Japanese saying for constant growth and improvement through life. Mm. So that, that always just like stuck in my back of my mind, seeing that for those years, just like training and stuff. And it's, it's kind of a good way, a good slogan for, for life to always be trying to grow and develop um, and level up throughout it. And if that means changing careers or where you live or mm-hmm. partnerships or just try and max out uh it's it's always kind of stuck with me and i think that that's kind of what your your work entails to help people figure out how they can become their best selves that and and and, and also uh, then that next step clarity mm-hmm. and you mentioned earlier well typically when people come to me what what is it about i mentioned career the biggest surprise actually with the book uh, when i had my book launch was mm-hmm. people coming in and saying that you know what the reason why i decided to to get your book was because either you know, I went through a divorce yeah. and I'm trying to figure out what to do next. Right. Or I, I went through grief because I lost someone. Yeah. So it, it, it's about helping you get your bearings, yeah. right? Uh, whether you find yourself just being proactive about it or life throws a curveball at you, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. how often does. does that happen? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> All the time, man. Yeah, especially when you're living on the edge like that and really pushing yourself. I think that's when you're more vulnerable to have the the rug pulled out from underneath you. You know, when you're really pushing the the max. But if you're just kind of coasting along in your comfort zone, you know, you're gonna be kind of like that. But if you're really going for it, you're gonna have to fall. So yeah, 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 for sure. Hmm. Um, well, yeah, man. Anything you want to kind of uh, close with? Any any other thoughts or words of wisdom about finding your purpose roadmap? You know, I'll say, like, we, the one thing that we have to remember is not to be so hard on ourselves. Yeah, that's really important, for um, sure. Because we do live in a society where it's all about, you know, you have to go hard after your goals. And yeah. it's all about the destination, where really this process is about the journey. 
Yeah. And it's about being comfortable being within the journey and really appreciating the things that you have. Mm-hmm. Appreciating the fact that you have been dealt with some cars and it's up to us to figure out, okay, how do we move forward based on what we have, right? Right. It's just a journey and finding peace in that is important. And I think that every obstacle is an opportunity. You know, like when one door closes, in my experience, a better one always opens. And it might take some time for it to open, but that's usually if you have that perspective to look at the silver lining in situations, you can usually find it. So um, that's awesome, man. Thanks so much for your words of wisdom. Yeah, pleasure. And uh, once again, everyone, I'm going to have the link to the book and mixed contact information and site in the show notes below. So make sure you go ahead and get this for yourself and a loved one because it could really, really help people um, save themselves a lot of time from doing things that might not be a good fit and just get clear with the best roadmap to follow. So if you enjoyed this, guys, you know the drill. Please just go ahead and copy it and share it with some one person. Just like copy this iTunes or Spotify, wherever you're listening to this, and send it to a friend. And if you would do something for the show, support it. Just leave a review on iTunes, a five-star review, and a little comment below. Um, Really makes a big difference. So we'll see you guys on the next one. And make sure you reach out to Mick and uh, follow along on the roadmap. See you guys then. Wicked. I'm not going to